Welcome to the Iron Keel Collection. This article is titled, That's It. I've had it with the COVID BS. Subtitled, The Lunatic Theatre of COVID Continues to Plod Down Its Unholy Course of Sheer Absurdity. Written 16th of March, 2022. That's it. I've had it with face masks, rat tests, and listening to alarmist doctors, doctors like Norman Swan on ABC News Australia as he announces that the pandemic is far from over, referring to the yet another strain of the not-too-particularly-deadly Omicron virus. This is absolute nonsense and pointless scaremongery, yet so many are taken to it and beholden to abide by every rule in the book, regardless of how absurd they may be. I can't make this any clearer. The wearing of face masks and continuous testing, either through PCR or RAT, are a crock of bovine excrement, and it pains me terribly when otherwise intelligent people are so compliant with these directives. It surprises me that many are not aware, or at least beholden to the fact, that it doesn't apply to Australia that many other countries and states around the world have thrown away all restrictions for quite some time, including Scandinavia, the UK, and some of the states in the US, though the red ones, of course. Does it matter if the data doesn't show any difference? No, 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 stop the data. We'll listen to our glorified political doctors, paid for by the establishment to inculcate yet more fear into the most compliant of people, the Australian people. And now, we're back concentrating on case numbers again? I thought that we were going to shift reporting to hospitalizations only, but somehow or another, that's all, uh, that's all slipped by. Like Trudeau's recent statement that there's been a slippage in democracy, referring to the events in the Ukraine, as if somehow or another it's been a paradigm of democracy after the wake of the truckers' protests against the vaccine mandates. Double standards at the finest when Russell Brand made clear in one of his podcasts that tyranny is bad, unless it works to your advantage. Let's start with the abominable practice of forcing people to buy rat test kits for whatever reason that may be. Visiting elderly people in a care home or for children to attend school or whatever. This is patently absurd, abhorrent and frankly disgusting. I know someone who's quite hard up and was forced to pay for several rat tests for their children before they were allowed to attend school. With each rat kit costing something in the order of $20, this is daylight robbery. And yet, so many are so unbelievably brainwashed by the narrative that they are doing the responsible thing and then treating the matter of having to fork out quite large sums for a piece of plastic as an appropriate act of citizenry whilst lining the pockets of those who manufacture the kits. And they do so with such nonchalance and indifference. Some are looking forward to subsidised rat kits, and sometimes they are given free charge through government schemes, like getting that daily hit of Soma, a fictitious drug in Aldous Huxley's Brave New World, to keep the masses calm and, and instil the notion that governments are doing its best for its people, which clearly they are not. They have their own interests at heart, for those at the top and for all the fat cats running today's mega-industries, which have done quite well, thank you very much. 
politicians exempting themselves from being vaccinated, many of those having access to banned therapeutics, whilst mandating syringes being inserted into the masses, with some nations going further to vaccinate under 12s, which in my view is an act of criminal proportions. As for masks, they have got to go, or at least expecting those areas where they are needed as being in proximity to sick patients or working in controlled areas like hospital theatres. Hospitals have control areas where masks and other PPE are mandated, but for those working in other non-control areas like outpatients, administration and general therapy should not need to wear a mask. Those who work in these environments, like nurses, are, no doubt, getting sicker with a continue, continual wearing of masks, and many have left the profession for this reason alone. As for other establishments, such as cafes, shops, restaurants and bars, the wearing of masks is a total waste of time, and thankfully, many countries have abandoned this idea. Some nations, like Sweden, never bother to do this at all, due to the lack of any credible evidence to suggest that masks work. Australia doesn't know what the hell to do. Its politicians, well, apart from New South Wales Premier Perrottet, have confused its citizenry to the point of delusional mass hysteria, much like taking a few tablets of LSD and staring at a blank wall, listening to Karl Heinz Stockhausen and drinking fly agaric mushroom juice imported from the wilds of Kamchatka. The act of removing all restrictions is basically self-admittance that the government's guidelines have been spuriously wrong. Ah, sorry, I couldn't resist that phrase. However, there were two little golden gems, one of which was when Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, a politician I hold in reasonably high regard, held a speech with some students in the background with masks on. He turned around and basically said, you're free to wear them, but also said it was ridiculous. Some of the students took them off and started smiling, something that we all need as of late, especially our young children who, were, who will be emotionally scarred from all this, and anybody who suggests otherwise better start reading books about children's mental health. The second gem was doing a recent CEDAR speech by Dominic Perrottet, the, uh, the New South Wales Premier, when he announced that QR codes and rat testing isn't planted or isn't based on science, but used as a publicity stunt by the mainstream media to induce panic and fear in the population. Well, I bet that really pissed off a lot of the other panic inducers. But not to worry, the others will double down on their efforts to try to frighten us. Barring exceptional circumstances, I do not wear masks or, or more appropriately, face nappies on the train. Half the passengers are wearing face masks below the noses anyway. They cover their mouths for fear that not wearing a mask at all will attract being ostracized. I couldn't care less. Most of us are vaccinated anyway, but that doesn't seem to be stopping the virus, so what's the bloody point of wearing a mask? Seeing the risks of taking a series of non-mRNA COVID vaccines as minimal, I opted to do so, as it seemed to make sense considering my age and my history of pneumonia. But in reality, I would be out of a job as my workplace has been forcing vaccine mandates. Those wearing masks at restaurants need to reassess the powers of logic, in my opinion. Going to restaurants is an optional activity, and those who are concerned with the spread of the virus should not be going to the restaurant. Period. Moreover, those who signal to others that they should wear a mask in a restaurant should carefully consider if they should be at a restaurant, or for that matter, any public place 
they do not need to be in. Go home and sit in the corner while the world passes you by. There was nothing more ridiculous when my wife and I were having a nice conversation at a restaurant and a gaggle of sheep waltz in with their surgical masks on before they all took them off when they were sat at a table very near to ours. There's usually a good reason for following rules, but this marked the exemplification of idiocy. To me, the scene evoked of images of those weird beak things people once wore in their noses during the Black Plague, containing smelling salts to ward off the deadly miasma. Yes, that's what they believed. That's what rat testing? <clears throat> oh, I got several emails from work and from my son's school every day that there's been a close contact. Oh my God. Do I read them? Uh, no. Simple solution. Delete it. If my son's not well, he doesn't go to school. Full stop. Am I going to go through the hassle of procuring and paying for a rat test to check if, perchance, one of us happens to have caught the highly deadly Omicron virus? Which we already had as well as most other people I know seem to have had as well? And then report it to spark up a chain reaction of nervous parents keeping their kids from school? And then the teachers don't show up because they either told to isolate or they have an irrational fear of it? Of course not. The UK announced that if you experience symptoms of COVID, be advised to stay at home for a few days. Good advice. Why can't we do the same? That's what we've always done if we're ill. Common sense. A rare commodity, it seems, these days. QR codes and checking in? Well, I've had a lot of practice of, I've had a lot of practice of holding my phone up to the QR code and taking a picture of it. Not sure what I'm going to do with all these pictures, though. Perhaps I can save them up and send them all in bulk next year. As for contact tracing apps, we, we all know how <laughs> successful the COVID Safe app was, insofar that it was abandoned in New South Wales and not even used in Victoria, as reported during July 2021. I can't help but cringe when a fully masked person gets on a near-empty train and gets frustrated while trying to balance while the train is jiggling around, leaning over the one person with his tie dangling near his face who's sitting under the QR code while trying to take a picture. If it was me sitting there, I'd be so tempted to yank down the tie hard and, and admonish him for breathing his germs all over me, but I'd probably just mutter out something sarcastic instead. Oh, lovely tie you have there, sir. Did he manage to brush your teeth this morning? Or am I still on track to predict that this will all be forgotten by July? I don't know anymore. Whereas countries like Sweden have vindicated themselves as being highly successful in the COVID policies over the last two years, China recently just locked down 30 to 50 million of its citizens in its northeast provinces due to a new strain of Omicron. All this, even though a comprehensive John Hopkins report in January 2022 concluded that lockdowns had virtually no effect at all in controlling the spread of the virus. Remember that we've had Two years of data to support this. Judging from the responses on social media feeds, the already screwed up and brainwashed masses in Oceania, a double reference to Australia and Orwell's fictitious state, are, advoca are advocating for banning flights from China once again. The very same who wanted to ban flights from China during early 2020. Haven't we learned anything? For Christ's sake, the new strain is already here. Yes, we certainly have a new pandemic. That's for sure. But it's not from a virus.